This Tampa Bay Bucks Super Bowl preview and props and college basketball picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better. Plus, their Super Bowl special gives you 50% off their premium data. Just go to betql.com, promo code SGP50. That's betql.com, promo code SGP50. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code S G P. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner picks Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Just another day, another million dollars in props to give out. We are just giving the people what they need. Super bowl props after super bowl props. And then a little super bowl props. We will be uh post, you know, posting uh, all of them on the website in case you uh, miss some of these gems that were given out. We already did Kansas city last night, the night before it was the exotic props, AKA Gatorade coin toss, etc. Tonight we're doing the Tampa Bay bucks. We're going to talk to TJ Reeves, radio sideline reporter for the Tampa Bay bucks. Then Boston capper, it's AKA a fucking wheel, man. I'm sorry. Did you f- fully qualify <laughs> TJ? What? And insider, ho- and hopeful insider. Hopeful insider. I'm going to push him on a couple of these prop bets. <laughs> he will be in the building. Yes, <laughs> he we will th- be in the building. Oh, well, hello. So we have an inside source. Capper, of course, is the Tom Brady expert. We're going to hear from him. Also, might be in the building just to get a yeah, glimpse of Tommy. He's <laughs> Tom he's be Brady. At home just drawing a mural of his uh, of his boy toy, Tom Brady. Instant hama. And then, since we don't want to miss a uh, Tuesday, we will be doing. Some college basketball picks with our boy Colby Dan, aka the Danta Base. Con- contractual obligation. So Colby will be on slinging yes. the six pack. And uh, what else? Well, of course, if you uh, and they're filling up fast, I think the there should still be some squares open. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash squares giving away five hundred dollars cold hard cash. Very easy to get in on those. And uh, tomorrow we are taping our final episode. Uh, presented by Monkey Knife Fight, giving out some Monkey Knife Fight bets. Our final Super Bowl props and picks. You mean Monkey Knife Fight DFS competitions? Exactly. What did I say? Bets. Oh well, Monkey Mike, Monkey Monkey Knife Fight picks. 
and a special guest as well. Showtime, my home. Really stoked that we got Patrick on this week. Yes, Patrick Mahomes will be calling in live. Awesome. So, and uh, finally, before we get into a pregame show, two thirty Pacific. That's when things kick off, and we're going to be doing a bonus live. Let it ride special leading into the pregame show. That should start around two p.m. Again, just subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Sports gambling pod or youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Kramer, let's get into wow. it. Before, Someone had some coffee this afternoon. Before we bring in TJ, want to shout out Better Edge. BetterEdge.com, aka the People's Sportsbook. Why is it called the People's Sportsbook, Ryan? Because it's just you taking the opposite side of someone else's bet. And what does that mean? That means no big betting. That's right. Professionals like ourselves. We are we maintain Sharps. our professional degree by hitting at 53%, but that's when you're paying minus 110. But if you're paying minus 101 or essentially no vig, then you can lower that down. So help yourself out. No vig betting. That's right. Why pay anyone vig? It's legal in 40 states. That's right. Legal in 40 states. Oh my god. Legit double your profits. Yes. They got a bunch of fun contests going including the beat the database contest every week. So get your picks in uh, late Tuesday nights, early Wednesday for the college basketball Wednesday slate. And of course, get that free $10 bet. All you got to do is go to B E T T O R edge.com and use that promo code S G P joining us on the line. He is the bucks radio sideline reporter, as well as the host of three dog Thursday and big fight weekend, both on the sports gambling podcast network, TJ Reeves, TJ, first off, congratulations on your bucks. Get into the super bowl, a super bowl home game. How excited are you pumped? It is great to be back with you guys. As I've jokingly said, I've come on with you a couple times. I have had such a dormant January for years and years and years. And I keep getting all these requests <laughs> and I'm happily fulfilling as many as I can because that means the bucks are still relevant. And now here we are all the way relevant into February and super bowl 55. It's wild. It is great to be with you. I cannot wait for Sunday. I'll probably say that like five more times. <laughs> uh, it's, it's amazing. I have lived in the Tampa Bay area for 38 years, 38 years. Never did I think that the Buccaneers would be in a super bowl as bad as they were back in the 1980s that happened and they won it. Now, I mean, who could have fathomed that for the first time ever, a team's going to play a Super Bowl home game, and it's the Bucks at Raymond James Stadium, and I get to be part of the broadcast. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's going to be super, super exciting. And you know, having you a part of the network, it's also super exciting <laughs> as a uh, as a gambler. Now, TJ, <laughs> there are there are some prop bets, and uh, hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't if you accidentally text me, texted me. What color liquid was in a certain cooler on the sideline? I would not be Listen, upset. TJ, you can't control what happens if you say trip and fall and and, and fall on your phone and and happen to type in the color of that game. Yeah, if you if you just if I just ask you what your favorite color is, I text you that on Sunday. You text me back, hey, my favorite color is uh, clear. Then you know it. Hey, there's nothing there. There's nothing going nothing on. Nothing conspicuous about that response. I, I love that. Now, see what you have to understand is I'll be broadcasting this game out of what's called the operational zone. And that's because of the COVID-19 restrictions. We're not actually physically on the field. 
However, we're in about the front row of the stands or Ooh, thereabouts. Okay. The NFL is still sorting out about where we can be. Uh, this is the same thing for the CBS uh, television reporters that are down on the field, the sports reporters that are down there, uh, the Westwood One national reporters that are down there for radio. Where can we operate? Still photographers are around us, et cetera. But I may, I may have a vantage point of a certain liquid, of a certain sponsor. <laughs> oh, that, yes. That, uh, that, that may be of very <laughs> much interest. Although I do have to say, that if we're getting down to that prop being the most important <laughs> one, the one that's going to help whatever parlay card you have, Sean, then uh, yeah, I, we may be in trouble if we're getting down to what color the beverage is that the uh, the players may be consuming what? and may be dumping on a head coach. Listen, TJ, <laughs> we cover it from all angles. I know you yeah. do. We we cast a wide net. That, that brings up a great point. As the home guy, as the guy with the home field advantage on the sideline. Do you get is there is there a first pick to location? Do you like know the good spots and maybe cuz normally I would imagine you play a little, you know, you you're boxing out Jay Feely down there. You're yes. you're right. popping him in the nose. Uh, well, the first thing is Tracy Wolfson is not bigger than a minute. I mean, she is little. Uh and can we can, can we totally digress on her for 3.9 seconds? Sure. The first time that I was around her on the sideline, she literally had like six inch platform heels. So she looked like she was five, seven when really she's about five feet tall. <laughs> and the second thing is she wore, and I'm a married man, a happily married man. She wore the <laughs> tightest pair of leather pants I have <laughs> ever seen in my entire life. And I'm like, first of all, she's not even five feet tall. And this, and second of all, they're going to have to cut her out of those pants <laughs> at some point. So I don't know what kind of get up she's in for the Super Bowl. Well, I don't so, know if you can gamble on that. that I don't know that'll if it's a probably help. Uh, you know, Ever the, since TJ has been rocking those the really tight leather pants <laughs> to get all the pants. interviews. I've got that, the tight leather pants. Yes, that, I can testify here. That it's may radio. hurt you in uh, trying to get a uh, interview with Gronk after the game. Oh, he wants yeah. to go to Tracy instead. All right, I'll get I you after. I still, hey, I still remember at the Super Bowl. What was it? Two years ago in Atlanta, confetti falling. It was a bad offensive game and the, and the Patriots eventually won whatever it was like 13 to three, or it was, it was bad. Um, she's trying to get the interview with Tom Brady. And I felt for her being in that job because she comes up to about his waistline as it is. <laughs> and the confetti is falling and she's trying to get close to him to talk to him. There's no way he can hear her. Uh, we're just there battling. And again, no one will be on the field is my understanding because of the seriousness of, of, of COVID testing and that stuff. So we're all going to be on the front row waiting for people to be brought to us, et cetera, for after this is over with, it will be a free for all. But yeah, just, just an interesting little peek there into what's going on. And, and I know she will be around and Jay Feely will be around and some others uh, that will be around that operational zone for Super Bowl 55. Well, and if you talk to Jay Feely, you can ask him, is it crazy that Ryan uh, Kramer thinks he can <laughs> kick a 45 yard field goal? 47, just, Sean. 47. 47. Just Please. have Jay confirm that, of course. Oh, we right. gotta, I got to put it on tape. This, is, this is, is it. You is do. Crazy. You need to document this. And I want it out on the on the uh, the Kramer Twitter <laughs> handle and the SGP Twitter handle. That's it. Uh, and anywhere else that you're kicking these field goals because Feely's actually a Tampa guy. He kicked in high Ooh. school in Tampa before he later kicked on in the NFL. And I will tell you this, I've been down to the NFL experience. The fan NFL experience is downtown Tampa, about 10 minutes from the stadium in, in downtown. I was down there this past weekend on Sunday and I watched the every Joe that, that had, that had their stuff on or whatever, trying to <laughs> kick a 20 yard field. Goal. First of all, they're lying to the public. And I say this on the sports gambling podcast, yes, go for they it. have the little 
neon 20 and 30 and 40 pylons, you know, like you see on the sideline of NFL games, except it's not 10 yards between them. So they're trying to make <laughs> Joe average fan oh, guy so or gal think they're kicking a 30 or a 40 yard field goal when really it's about an old school extra point. It's literally about 20 yards that they're kicking. And some of these people, oh my gosh, they take a running start and kick the ball line drive six inches off the ground. It ain't easy. So well, I that, want that's probably, video that's of my probably man it. Kramer kicking a 40, 45, 47 yard field goal. And we will get that in the proper hands of the CBS people, the NFL network, yes. the food channel, whoever needs uh, to see I it. Just, I, I figured it out. As everyone knows in the brains of the operation, there will not be a combine. We will. Br- just like last summer when there were no sports and we brought you sports, we will bring you a combine. Sean will run a 40. There you we'll go. see him in the three cone drill. I I do. I have an explosive three cone time. TJ, we're talking Tampa. Yes. We're talking the game, even the kicking game. There's rumors here. I, I'm looking at the AccuWeather forecast. You're a Tampa guy native. Do we expect any sort of slick conditions? Maybe a light drizzle game day? Because All right. I, I think so it could have a slight impact. Where are you at with this? This is why you have me on. First yes. of all, you have to understand that the Tampa Bay weather people, not unlike the Southern California weather people where you are and for a lot of other places, they don't get it right two days in advance. So <laughs> we're taping midweek and we're lucky if we know what's going to happen Friday, much less Sunday. But the extended forecasts they keep using down here is that the temperature will be dropping as the game gets underway. It will be in the upper sixties around kickoff. And by the second half of the game, it'll, it'll probably drop about eight or 10 degrees. There is rain in the forecast for Sunday. It's anybody's debate as to whether it's going to move out before the game. And keep in mind our, our belief you're in Southern California. If you get like a drizzle, you guys are panicked with the roads in Florida. (laughs) We are used to the wrath of God rains. Like the ark (laughs) is going to float by with the animals two by two. So our, our view and our opinions on rainstorms are totally different than a lot of other places. There's not going to be that much. The field is one of the best playing surfaces year in and year out. The NFL players association usually ranks the Raymond James turf, uh, Raymond James stadium turf, first or second on the list almost every year. So it's not going to be that big a deal. It, it may be a little wet. It may rain some of the game, not going to be that big a deal. Uh, and, and there is belief that it will move out by game time mm. and not be a factor in the field drains very well. So if you're thinking of specialist and field goal props, and if this comes <laughs> down to a, a Ryan suck up or a Harrison Buckner uh, kick, a bucker kick or, or not in the game. I don't think the field conditions will be as big a deal as the pressure of making that big kick might be for these. Yeah. Guys. Getting in their head. Well, I like how TJ's throwing field rankings in there, <laughs> taking shots at that, that trash we, field up in Jersey, the, the metal lands. Yes. We well, bring, we bring it all on the sports gambling <laughs> podcast. I, I don't want to hear about uh, you know, Nissan stadium in, in Nashville or, or uh, whatever they're calling mile high stadium right now as a playing surface. Raymond James there we go. is outstanding. I mean, that field last year in Miami at hard rock stadium, it's well known. It's garbage. That, yeah. that field is bad. And they, and the chiefs won the game over the 49ers much better playing surface here. Well, mm. and they, and they have experience playing in Florida. We've seen some teams before go down to Florida late in the year, heat, humidity, or early on in September, especially usually that's when it gets pretty bad, pretty muggy. And they kind of fall apart in the fourth quarter. This chiefs team seems pretty dialed in as far as the game flow itself. I kind of think, and, and let me know where you stand on this. I imagine this bucks team is going to be running the ball a little bit more maybe than they have previously. 
And I think on the offensive side for the Chiefs, it's going to be a lot of quick passes to try and negate the uh, the Bucks pass rush. What do you see game flow wise happening, TJ? Well, it's a good point that the Buccaneers ability to run the ball will be a factor. Their offensive line has done a great job of protecting Tom Brady. And that's not coincidental to the fact they've run the ball against Washington against new Orleans and against green Bay. They were very effective early on in the game against green Bay uh, in helping them build the lead in the new Orleans game. They didn't have a ton of yards, but it did set up the play action. It kept the offense balanced. So that that's going to be a big factor uh, for the Buccaneers, the ability to run the ball and Leonard Fournette should get the start and should get the bulk of the carries in the first half. If we're looking at that for prop bets, for how many <laughs> carries and how many yards of, is Fournette going to have in half number one, Ronald Jones will probably come in like the third series play a lot in the second quarter. That's the rotation they've been using here in the playoffs with Fournette coming on. So yeah, that's going to be a big deal for the Buccaneers to be able to set up play action as the game goes on. Uh, and that is something they hit the saints with and the Packers with for some big time throws. Uh, and in the game, again, that we'll, we'll make several references. I'm sure in the conversation here to what happened in November, Kansas city got out to the 17, nothing lead. Yeah. Tyreek Hill was like the road runner in that game. And the bucks got away from the run game and the balance on offense, like right away in the first quarter. So that that's something they need to learn from. And I think they will learn from tactically in this rematch. Well, and, and you mentioned Tyreek Hill going off. And I, I think of course, uh, you know, Tampa Bay, they're going to have to adjust. They can't run that single high safety that, uh, or I imagine Todd Bowles isn't going to call a bunch of single high safety because that's how they kind of lit them up last time. I think maybe they're going to roll a little bit of coverage to Tyreek Hill and that'll create some opportunities for Kelsey across the middle. It, do you, do you see them making some adjustments off? I mean, they have to right off what they, what they did last time against Hill, right? My line is they're going to be picking up Tyreek Hill, maybe at the airport with a double team, <laughs> certainly off the, off the bus. You would think if not out yeah. of the tunnel, don't let him beat them deep. And yes, Kelsey's going to probably have some opportunities. Nicole Hardman is, is another guy. That's a speedster. How much can Sammy Watkins play? We're talking again, midweek and he's trying to practice. Uh, is he going to be a threat? But the Buccaneers are the most mindful right now of Mahomes and, and loving to find a uh, hill down the field, stretch the defense with the big play. Again, I will testify uh, here on Sports Gambling Podcast. I was in the front row the November game, and when Hill took off on that initial bomb and and Mahomes cut it loose, that was something out of a video oh, game, out of a movie. How far? <laughs> he threw that ball on a rope. So it was impressive. I and mean, there's some, there's some guys that can sling it in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers has a rocket for an arm. Uh, Josh Allen has shown that arm. I haven't seen him in person, but I've seen Rodgers, obviously quarterback in person, Cam Newton, pre shoulder and all the injuries could gun it uh, certain, uh, certain different ways in players. So, but to watch him, you understand why they have such big play capability. Cause he can throw it even off his back foot, 30 or 40 yards on a rope. And the Bucks better be ready for that. He can be uh, mobile in the pocket, rolling around, pivot, stop, and then just gun the ball. They got to stay with their guys and be ready, or he'll hurt them with the big play. He's done it throughout his career. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it certainly sets up interesting opportunities for the Chiefs because Tampa Bay does have, and they've had so far this season, issues with the deep ball. They did a great job against Green Bay, getting enough pressure so that Rodgers couldn't get the deep ball going. Kind of kept uh, Devonte Adams quiet. Certainly setting up for a pretty interesting matchup on the offensive side of the ball. You know, looking at these props, trying to figure out where distribution goes. What <laughs> you know, what what's going to happen game flow wise? 
Antonio Brown, he's looking like he's trying to come back from injury. Evans has been banged up a little bit. Even Godwin has had his issues health wise. You know, they've been using Gronk more as a blocker and Cameron Bray kind of as the pass catcher. And certainly maybe uh, Leonard Fournette gets involved in the receiving game a little bit. He's had uh, I think what 14 catches the past three games. Who do you think uh, emerges as kind of Brady's go-to guy receiving wise? Even even my boy Scotty Miller, good for a couple deep balls a game. Is there anyone that people aren't talking about, or you think could have a big game receiving wise for the Bucks? I love Cameron Brait as the as the extra tight end. Uh, you mentioned it. So Mike Evans is a guy that Kansas City is going to try to take away with their secondary, and they've done a good job uh, for the most part of being able to take receivers away. Uh, so is Chris Godwin therefore going to be the guy that ends up with six or seven catches? I mean, there may not be a more complete receiver in terms of making the tough catch over the middle can go vertically down the field, not blazing fast, but can go vertically down the field, make a tough catch down the middle, and then also go block linebackers and safeties and take them yeah. on willingly like Godwin can. So is he going to benefit from the Evans double teams? Is it maybe Cameron Braid? And and Brady has loved finding Leonard Fournette as mm. kind of the check down, the safety valve, whatever phrase you want to use, the outlet receiver uh, out of the backfield. The big fourth down at the end of the first half last week was a play they loved getting the ball to Leonard Fournette. So he's, he's come on as a pass catcher. Uh, again, if you're looking for guys that are, that are kind of excellent odds in your favor, Cameron Bray, Yes. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Yes. On the catches. I kind of like them more. And I like Godwin to have something like four or five catches in this game. I feel real comfortable with that number. I, I don't know what his under over is. I've looked at a couple different places, but I would suspect four or five is where he is going to be at least in this game. Chris Godwin. Yeah, Penn State kid, uh, and DJ's like to say over before under TJ. <laughs> yeah, so, it's okay, important so over, to be. Optimistic. We don't even acknowledge the under. I understand that for the DJ's only. All right, receptions for uh, for Mister Godwin is at five and a half, sir. So a little I'd high. Be, I'd be inclined to go over Ooh, on, nice. on. I think he can get to a six or seven reception game because they're going to be trying to take Evans away. Remember in the Green Bay game. Uh, that Evans had a couple of big catches on the opening drive, including the touchdown. And then it was mainly Godwin after that for a lot of the game. Yeah. So I, I, I would be inclined to go over on Godwin on the five and a half. Very interesting prop there. Like it like that nugget TJ. I'm sure you're going to be hitting the uh, super bowl hard coming up for three dog. There's a perfect yes. opportunity for you. You're doing the broadcast for a dog in the Super Bowl in oh, your yeah. hometown. Make sure you uh make sure you check that out. But TJ, before we let you go, can we get a score prediction? What are we looking at for Super Bowl 55? I think the under over is like 56 and a half or 56, something like that. It's come down a little bit, is what I was told earlier tonight as we're talking midweek. I like the over again, mm. DJs. Because I like the Bucks something like 31 27, 34 31. It is fantasy to think that Mahomes is not going to throw for 300 yards and isn't going to throw for a couple of touchdowns. I mean, the Buccaneers are not going to hold the Chiefs to 10 points or 13 points. By the same token, we're talking about Tom Brady here in the biggest of games in his home environment with all these weapons. I just, I, I mean, I don't care what the Chiefs defense thinks that they're going to do uh, here in this game, they're going to find a way to get the 27. 30, 34 points. I got the bucks, something like 31, 27, 34, 31. And I like the over. And I, I think we're talking about an amazing storybook end 
uh, 11 months after Tom Brady signs with the Buccaneers and leaves the Patriots that he wins a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay with New England with a losing record watching the playoffs <laughs> the entire time on TV. Oh man. How crazy is that? If it, it would if if he ends up winning, I I wish we had a camera in uh, Belichick's <laughs> house to see his reaction. All right, well make sure you follow TJ on Twitter at Buck Sideline Guy. Make sure you download the Big Fight Weekend and Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. TJ, thank you and uh, good luck come Sunday. Let me say again, thank you to you guys, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows. We're going to talk a lot about the props and the underdog stuff on Three Dog Thursday. Looking forward to it. As somebody that has been part of the Buccaneer broadcast on and off for 22 years, again, never did I think. We're going to do a Super Bowl and do it at <laughs> home in Raymond James Stadium. It is about to be reality Sunday. Can't wait. Thank you, boys. Awesome. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, Super Bowl, it's coming. And football season ends. Perfect time to get your life in order. What does that mean? It means uh, organizing. You got a bunch of credit card debt. Perfect time to put it all together, get it all paid off. And Upstart can help you get that done. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. And again, you can get approved the same day, receive funds as fast as one business day. Oh my God. Debt is a real uh, SOB. And if you've ever been down to a bookie, you're just dreading uh, opening up your phone, opening up your, you know, how many points are we talking about right now? <laughs> exactly. The same thing can happen with debt and especially credit card debt. Upstart can help. Again, uh, find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash SGP. Upstart.com slash SGP. Again, use that URL. So we know, uh, so they know that we sent you and you know, you can keep putting it off. It's not going to get better. It's time to uh, get a fresh start, get it all cleaned up with upstart again, paying off that debt will feel great. And having one monthly manageable payment will uh, be a burden off those shoulders. Go to upstart.com slash S G P upstart.com slash S G Hey, loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Tell the bookie. Sorry, guy. I'm not, you're not dealing with me anymore. You're dealing with you're upstart. Dealing with upstart. This next gentleman we're bringing on. He is not a burden. He is a gift to the sports gambling podcast network. Co-host wow. of the golf gambling podcast, former new England Patriots fan, current Tom Brady stand, the one and only Boston capper. Capper, how excited are you that your your boy TV is in the Super Bowl? Listen, I'm pretty fucking excited that he's uh, <laughs> that he's in the Super Bowl, right? So yeah, but here's the deal, right? So uh, as Patriots fans, like we're stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? So <laughs> we either keep rooting for Tommy, right, which everybody should do because he gave us the best 20 years any yeah. sports fan could ever ask for. Uh, and if you're not, what are you doing? You rooting for Mahomes to go back to back? To no. match our back-to-back -back dynasty, like no nah, man, no way. Like, listen, you bet. Yeah, you, you but it, are you? Are you? Do you think you're? We're no longer married, but we're <laughs> still best friends. Listen, I'm still fucking him on the side, man. That's what happens, right? The hey, side hey, piece. We go, let's go, let's go have a let's go have a drink and talk about the kids for a minute. I don't know what happened. Here we are. We're at the Holiday Inn. Oops, there it goes. That's what happens. Okay. 
that, that that's that's slip, how that's how. back oh, well, you, relapse. You you did always have that good core strength. <laughs> it's a baby fucking wheel, man. Yeah, because a rock Patriot, in a hard place. <laughs> Patriots fans are in this weird space now. Now you're you have to root for Brady and, yeah. and pretend like it doesn't hurt seeing him hoist that Super Bowl trophy <laughs> and and realize it was him all along and not your precious Belichick. Are there Patriots fans that are Belichick or die and and are those they must be not be saying much now that oh, no. now that Brady's oh, they, in the Super Bowl. Oh no, they just keep fucking talking. That's all. That's all they do. They, no, listen. Wait till wait till Deshaun Watson comes to the Patriots. I'm like, why the fuck would Deshaun Watson come to the Patriots? But the, Jacoby Myers and fucking Demir Bird and Nikhil Harry. They, we missed all the only fucking receiver who sucked in that draft. How is that possible? Like, like yeah. it's in, well, it's, I remember. I remember years ago there was a, a AFC's preview podcast that we put out. Uh, oh, closest to a podcast we ne- we uh, we came to to pull in a podcast, <laughs> and not just based off the content, just but because of how much drunk yelling and talking over there was on on Skype channels, and it was uh, barely barely you could barely listen to it. But one of your points was that Belichick, the GM, doesn't get enough shit because Belichick, the coach, is so good, and and I think we are kind of seeing the Belichick, the GM, getting his comeuppance, and you know he he's definitely likes to paint the picture of like, Oh, we went all in on those super bowl years. Meanwhile, Brady was taking a huge discount the entire time. Yeah. Like if anything, Belichick's GM should be so much better because you have a guy like Tom Brady playing for a discount. I, I feel like, you know, he doesn't get enough shit for how bad a job he's done as GM. Yeah, no, and you're right. And look, there's certain drafts where obviously he's, he's crushed, right? But there's been a bunch of fucking bad drafts, man. Yeah. And, and it seems like it seems like he never wants to fucking pay up. And he, so the way it came down, I guess with Brady, like uh, the way they talked about it was like he came and sat in the office and and Belichick act like he was still on a contract. Like, dude, I'm a free agent. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not going to take any fucking less money. Like, he wanted to stay. Yeah, but Belichick's ego got in the way. And look, I love Bill too, man. And look, it, it's definitely it, this, this Bill versus fucking Brady shit is is fun, right? It's <laughs> it's really fun, and I'm definitely Team Brady. Yeah, okay? like I am, right? I'm definitely you gotta Team Brady, be. right? Uh, uh, but the point is, is like the, they wouldn't have won six with without each other, right? Maybe maybe Brady would have won three, Bill would have won two. Who knows? Fucking who knows? But the point is, is like uh, Brady is fucking scoreboarding the shit out of him right now yeah. with his, with, with his with the, Jared Stidham and fucking a million dollars for Cam Newton. He wouldn't fucking take him off the field. And all Whoa, these that things. was, that was a hilarious storyline. The Cam Newton signing. It's like, Oh man, Belichick oh, did it yeah. again. And he, he's so smart. He outsmarted the whole league. And meanwhile, Cam Newton, Still as sucks. I've always said, really sucks. Uh, and Sean, we're really just extra trolling any real Buccaneers <laughs> fans right now. This is great because it's just uh, it's a full Patriots. We, br- we brought on TJ. <laughs> he is he's a legit uh, Bucks guy. Well, well you're and like- now we're bringing you know Buck uh, Buck 2.0. He lives down in Florida. He yeah, watches man. all the games. He roots for the Bucks. He may as well B- be a big, Bucks fan. Biggest Bucks fan. He's got. I'm sure he's got a creamsicle jersey <laughs> hidden under his bed. That he's gonna I, break no. out. I have unfortunately lost the the. The critical young age household battle of football team dominance because all of a sudden it went from not a single piece of Buccaneers gear in the house to <laughs> I, I think the giant stuff has been burned. I think they're just yeah, full right. yeah. I walk fans. in here and it's a Bucks asshole. Uh, I'm getting uh, I'm I getting Bucks trash talk. I feel I, like I've my I don't dick's know what's been going cut on off. Here. <laughs> 
my my younger ones, my uh, my eight year old's like, wait, Tom Brady's not on the Patriots anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, baby, no, he's he's not on. And my my 17 year old and my fucking 13 year old just troll me about it. They're like, oh, so no. the Patriots act good anymore, right? Like, yeah, no, no, they they were no, bad this year. Oh, no. this is the worst. I hate. Yeah. It. They're getting uh, kids know where you're weak. The kids are gonna, they're going to turn into Lakers fans too next. Oh, uh, you. There's no chance to turn into Lakers fans. All right? uh, no, I, I live in LA. I, so you can't. Oh, you, maybe not. Yeah, you, you can't push the Knicks on people. That's not nice. <laughs> well, the Knicks have never been good. Bro. Oh, stop ever. it! Stop Ever. It. Just all, like right, all right, let's talk like Super Bowl. Well, props. Yeah, you before we before we get into the uh, into the actual props, any overall thoughts so far <laughs> on the game, and are you guys going to hit on some um, some golf related Super Bowl props at all on the Golf Gambling Podcast? Yeah, so so they're not really out yet uh, as far as like the cross sports yeah. uh, props, but uh, Steve's coming out with an article on uh, on Friday, and uh, and. We'll- it's a fuck you, Sean. <laughs> Don't laugh at his speech impediment, dude. So Steve will have some on the website. But what's your overall before? I'm we sure get- they'll be talking in Slack too. Yeah, Slack oh, yeah. is yeah. a. If you if you're not in Slack, I don't know what you're doing. There's a lot of stuff that can't be said or discussed on the podcast that is perfect <laughs> for the safe space that is Slack. Or if you just want to read three thousand words on whatever golf tournament's going <laughs> yeah. on at six in the morning, uh, just head over to the golf channel. Steve, and Steve's got you covered. Steve is uh, Shakespeare over here with his Slack. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Just all right, hey guys, quick update, and then boom, <laughs> you're scrolling for three minutes. He's like, I'm not gonna do an article, but here's a nine thousand word Slack post. <laughs> Sees the man. Hey man, listen, great. whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Listen, we've been fucking cashing like yeah, crazy. no, like crazy. You like, guys I are mean, you guys are dominating, and that, again, that's why we gave you a million dollars to bet on props. That's, that's and, right. If only my GME. Would have held up. I'd have been fine. I actually would have had a million dollars. Wait, what do you mean? Would have held up? You hey, gotta listen, hold I, on. Hold the line, uh, hey, Capper on listen, GameStop. I, I, yeah, listen. I, I listen. I hear you, brother. But at the same point, uh, I, I had to oh. sell off something. <laughs> well, we that's know. Why, we that's know what's called the. That's why it's. That's why the crash has happened. Capper we know why believe. Capper is on this. Uh, this. This point in history. All right, let's get into it, Sean. Game flow <laughs> thoughts before we get into the problems. Oh. Any. Uh, any uh, big thoughts on the game flow? How you see it going? <laughs> Offense, defense. I keep trying to bet on stuff, and Sean's like, "No, no. Let's <laughs> let's start slow." Slow. Uh, no, I, I mean, I really think that uh, I don't know. I think it's actually going to start faster than normal, mm. like because Belichick uh, always seems to like want to feel out the game, right? And fucking nice and conservative. McDaniel's would call some stupid fucking play and ruin something, and everybody would be a little tentative. But Arian seems just like a coked up maniac. Like, <laughs> fuck, it, let's throw the ball forty goddamn yards. Let's go. No risk like, it, no biscuit. Yeah. He just seems like a fucking maniac. And Mahomes is good enough. I, I just, I, I really think, I think it's going to be Tampa Bay jumping out to a lead. Uh, I, I, I think Tampa Bay is going to jump out to a lead, and it's going to come down to whether Mahomes can come down in the fourth mm. quarter and and beat that box defense, man. Love it. All right, let's get to the props. And if you're thinking about betting props, obviously we're talking about a ton on the podcast. But you want to check out BetQL.com, running a Super Bowl special. That's right. Use that promo code SGP50, get 50% off. That's right, 50% off the premium service, betql.com. And again, the app, uh, they also have an app. They have a website free to download. You can check out all their free stuff, tons of data. They got sharp uh, action, sharp action reports. Where is the money coming in? People are always asking uh, where's a good place to get that info. BetQL has you covered. 
And uh, yeah, highly recommend downloading the app. Bet smarter, not harder. BetQL.com. And they cover it all college basketball, NBA, NHL. And of course, going hard with the Super Bowl. I think over 80 props. They're going to give you uh one to five star plays over 80 Super Bowl props. Oh my God. And the uh, 50% off ends when the Super Bowl does. So mm. get in now. BetQL.com, promo code SGP50. BetQL.com, promo code SGP50. Kramer, kick things off. What is your first player prop well, for the Bucks? <clears throat> Let me uh, just take everyone back to school. We're going to start with the auto play. First pass for Brady is going to be incomplete. Plus 150. As I explained last night, Sean, why do we do this? Well, I'll sum it up for you. 57% of the time, we will be in a scenario where yep. we end up with more money in our pocket than we started with. Hence the the name of the game, cash and check. So y- you pair it with Mahomes at plus 180. Uh let's hope for uh, one of the guys. Hopefully it's Mahomes again. Uh kind of feels like Brady's gonna complete something because it's gonna be something really, really like Brady like. It's gonna be a little like <laughs> Scotty Miller over the middle, a little Gronk over the middle, who knows? But uh, first pass incomplete plus one fifty hundred grand. Yeah, I'm with you. I also put a hundred k on it. Uh, again, the the we logic's there, year. the angles there. It's a fun bet. Yeah. And uh, again, now there is there's not going to be any cheering section like there was last year. But you do seem seem like a real psycho just jumping up. Yeah, yeah. But it <laughs> it, it got to the point where people weren't even. They're not even uh, surprised by me reacting to what seem like meaningless plays. Oh, you guys have bets! It's so cute. <laughs> They're crazy. They bet on everything. People in LA. It's like you're. It's like we're zoo animals. Well, and I and uh, I got a note from the taco truck guy. He Kramer. He's he's going under because he doesn't can't rely on your fifty six percent tip that you I, gave him last year. Off. <laughs> I said serious. I had a serious conversation with you and with the uh, the misses about just having a personal <laughs> taco experience this Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. That seems. Uh, uh, I don't know where that was going, Ryan. What does that mean? What are you guys doing out there? Oh, it sound like a euphemism at all. Are you guys dropping keys in the bowl out there? We going straight back. So well, listen, swinger action. I'm talking about a nice spread with some carnitas, carne asada, <laughs> and then you get to tip the guy at the end. All right, you're up. You're up, Capper. Where are we start? What's your first player prop? Brady over two ninety five and a half minus one ten. Are you telling me Brady's not going to fucking throw for three hundred yards on this terrible? Terrible fucking defense with with once again, Cokehead Arians just wants to air the ball out. He's like third and two, 40 yard pass. Let's go. Like <laughs> two hundred and fifty grand, the biggest bet. That's the easiest money on the Ooh, fucking board. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm countering. I'm throwing a hundred grand on the under there. I, I think there's a couple reasons why. I think the I think uh the Chiefs end up controlling the ball a decent amount and I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks run the ball a little bit more than they did. And I think game script wise, I think if it ends up being a closer game, at least how, you know, like last time they played, Chiefs got out to that crazy 17 nothing lead, and then the Bucks ended up throwing a bunch. But when they're at home, Brady is only averaging 264 yards per game. I think he can have a good game and still not go over 300 yards. And I do think, I, I think uh, the running backs are going to be involved. I, I think they're going to hand off a little bit more. Than one may think, so I, I I'm I'm going against that. I, I and I think the Chiefs' pass rush, they won't they won't get a ton of sacks, but I think they'll they'll make they'll pressure them enough to force some errant throws. 
Well, you're allowed to be wrong, Sean. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be wrong. I, I just think game flow wise, getting a three hundred for Brady is going to be tough. No, I, listen, I agree with you. They're definitely going to run the ball more, right? Because the, that offensive line is going to dominate. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's their I, advantage. I agree with that, but uh, but at the same point, two ninety five for him. I'm I'm telling you, listen, whatever. That's why. Well, I put and I think <laughs> it, it, in a weird way, I you know, the more that I've gotten in, gotten deep into this game, I re- I think that if 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 the Kansas City Chiefs are controlling this game and are up in this game. I actually think Brady's a, sh- a lock to go for 300. I'm starting to get a little bit more concerned that it's not going to be all the, you know, it's not necessarily a pro Bucks game script bringing him across the finish line. So, uh, but we'll see. I, I'm in, th- it's an intriguing prop. I, I like that you guys are on both sides of it. I think Sean has some serious onions to take the other side of Tom Brady. He has, hasn't, hasn't learned his, uh, even in that game where Tom, as we know, Tom Brady should have gotten the MVP against the Eagles, <laughs> went way over three hundred, well, five hundred fifteen yards. But that was a different. That no, was no, a I, Patriots I offense. I, I'm just saying, I, I would if I was playing this prop and you like gun to my head, I would take the over simply because I think there's more ways he gets over than under. That's all. All right, first touchdown. Let's get right to it. Uh huh. Listen, I. <laughs> Sean said I was limited to how many Ronald. Jo- I was g- I was prepared to come and give you ten Ronald Jones props. I'm not going to do that, but I am going to give you first touchdown Ronald Jones plus eighteen hundred because rarely do you get a starting running back mm. at plus eighteen hundred. You'd be like, ah, Ryan. Everyone is saying Leonard Fournette's the guy. Leonard. I'm telling you, you watch the power running is going to be the way they get it done in this game. I think there is something to the fact that. Bruce Arians has shown he wants to run the ball 15 out of their 20 games this season. They've put the ball in their running back belly 20 plus times, Sean. So do I think there's a decent shot that they're inside the five yard line that Ronald Jones could be the guy getting the hand up? Absolutely. So a plus 1800. Yeah. Tremendous value. Now that's uh, that's for the game, right? And not just for the bucks. Yes. Well, it does seem like Arians just doesn't like Ronald Jones to a certain degree. So I, I think that is the only weird angle that I think may trip this up. But again, at 18 to one, I, I get your, I get your and real quick. I'm wearing the Virginia tech shirt. So I got to defend my man, Bruce Arians, of course, <laughs> all time record for most rushing touchdowns in a season as Sean has informed us earlier. Uh, it's not Coke. It's lead from paint chips. So I appreciate you not slandering his name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One's a high-end drug, and one is for people from West Virginia. Well, yeah, one's awesome. with, for blue-collar winners. He's got a fire in his belly from that lead poisoning. Right. Where are we going next? Capper, what's your what's your second player prop for the Bucks? Gronk anytime TD plus two twenty-five. Like, listen, when they get down to that red zone, that defensive line uh, of Kansas City doesn't scare anybody, so they're not going to have to keep Gronk into Blanc, uh, Blanc, uh, Blanc like they Blanc. have the uh, past couple weeks. And I'm telling you right now, like. That's it, man. The chemistry that they have as many as many playoff runs have they've been through and the grit they've been through. Gronk is gonna score a touchdown this game. Plus two twenty five is way too high a number. There's so many ways. I I I don't have a Gronk prop, so I'm glad Capper brought him up because I was like, how do we play Gronk? We know like I almost want to play like under first half yardage, but it seems like maybe the way to play him. I love playing the anytime touchdown because you you roll him out for that big play. The other way, well, and it's weird too because his. For a, for a guy who's anytime touchdowns plus two twenty five, his catch totals only two and a half, and it is because of that red zone thing where it's Brady really catch. likes him near the red zone. I could see him 
having only one catch for one touchdown or something crazy like two that. Two other interesting ways you can play Gronk if you think he's going to be kind of worked in in a very like Brady Gronk way. Safety blanket, first play of the game or first completion, oh, first catch. Yeah. 11 Ooh. to 1 for Gronk. That was super interesting. Ooh, another, I like that. Another fun way to play Gronk is his longest completion is over 12 and a half yards. Ooh. Something well, he, down he, the he, scene. What's that? what's that? Over 12 and a half. What's that? I think that was, I, I, I don't remember the price on that. I didn't write it well, down. And but. He, he did. He did have that one where he kind of broke off and, uh, and they did that tight end screen or whatever it was that he had that nice pickup against the Packers. So there's certainly I'm sorry. Is that as a uh, possibility. First reception was 20 to one for the game. Oh, that's nice uh, it, for, for just the team. Uh, it's a, it's 10 to one. There, Gronk had a great story on uh, on James Corden or one of the late night shows where he watch was James Corden, bro. No, no, I don't watch James Corden. <laughs> I saw the headline, uh, Capper, and uh, he, he basically what he did was also I'd like to maybe get a job there. Thanks, Capper. Um, <laughs> Sorry, hey, those buddy. guys pay. Uh, just, just tell them I'm an asshole. That's fine. <laughs> uh, was, oh, so you know he had to do these off season workouts. And he would have to send in video of him running wind sprints every day. So what he did was he recorded a bunch of them on one day in different shirts, and then just send in a different video every day from the same day. Gronk really is a genius. Like everyone's, you know, kind of he really plays up the dumb angle, but outsmarting a strength and conditioning coach. Gronk really Gronk is my hero. George W. <laughs> Kramer, what? what's your next uh, player prop? Yeah, uh, oh, George W. Play, playing dumb. Uh, uh, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's smarter. So it's a than... bit of a stretch. But keep going. <laughs> yeah. What you're saying, Gronk and George Bush aren't at the same intelligence level? No, I no. just there's not a comparison between Gronk and George. Gronk couldn't be the president. Come on, no. you've seen idiocracy. He definitely yeah. could win the belt. All right, let's go next up. Uh, and by the way, uh, Capper had a hundred grand on that Gronk anytime touchdown. And, and I had 25 grand on the first touchdown. I don't think I said that. Um, over two and a half sa- sacks for Tampa Bay. I, I I'm just playing the fact that this offensive line is clearly they at least are vulnerable. And I think sure maybe JPP talking shit isn't the best way to sneak attack mm. the Kansas City Chiefs, but they do have a decided talent advantage. We had uh, Danny on earlier in the week, and he had a great angle with Indomitian Sue with the first sack. I think it was. Or to have a sack at three to one, I think first sack is six to one if you want to be a real degen. But I think I think people will bet this under because they'll look at the numbers. And I I just I've been saying it all week. This defensive line has really won them some games, and so I'm going to take over two and a half sacks. I think JPP gets home. I think JPP has a big. I think there's someone on this defensive line that has a big multiple sack, maybe even a forced fumble. So I'm taking the over two and a half sacks, 75 grand. It's a plus 115 proposition. I'm going against you here a little bit. I'm going total sacks under for the game, four and a half, minus 135. I don't mind that because I Putting remember up. I liked under for the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. One and a half. You have a very small window here, Kramer, <laughs> that you're rooting for. I uh or I guess if you took the over Tampa Bay and under, I, I think I I'm kind of disagree with you. You say a lot of people look at the numbers and take under. I think people will just simply look at the news of oh Kansas City's missing two offensive linemen. Oh, definitely take the over on sacks. And I think you, you know you give Andy Reid two weeks to scheme up uh, how to avoid pressure. Yeah, you have a no. very mobile quarterback like Mahomes who now his foot is right. 
a third highest throws on the run in this in the league. And I think I think everyone is going to be looking to take the over because over sacks is more fun to bet on. Tampa Bay and Kansas City both are top five in fewest sacks allowed. I know Kansas City is dealing with some injuries on the offensive line. That's why it that. went from four to four and a half. So I think getting the under four and a half, you're finding some value here. And anytime there's like I, one angle, everyone's piling on. I like to fade I, it. I think also uh, to your point about Tyree Kill earlier, Bowles. I think he's gonna. I, I think he has to just go after it. I, I do. Th- you think I don't, he brings I, the house. I don't think you sit back. I think he's gonna blitz. Oh, I think they already have the sixth uh, adjusted sack rate according to the Football Outsiders. They had two sacks in the last game. I. I I would bet on there being more sacks than than less with this Tampa team, or it's gone horribly wrong. So perhaps I'm just kind of leaning into my angle that I don't think it's going to go horribly wrong. Well, we'll see, Ryan. Come Sunday, Capper. What's your next player prop? Uh, I'm, I'm with Ryan, man. I'm on the over two and a half sacks at Tampa Bay plus one fifteen. And Sean, if everybody was fucking on it, it wouldn't be plus one fifteen. Oh, oh, right. No, no. Right? I'm just saying. Like, I think you probably opened at two and then got up to two and a half. I think there's probably more people betting the over. I think you're making. I think you're making stuff up. No, no. I, the total was at four, <laughs> I, and it went up to four and a half. I haven't been following the line for Tampa Bay sacks. I do think people will will look at the 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 chance that there's going to be a lot of points because the public likes overs, yep. and they'll say, "Wow, lots of passing opportunities, lots of opportunities for sacks." Look, we can both win. Tampa's going to end up with four sacks. <laughs> that will be the total yeah, in the no, game. I, I agree because Brady, Brady's the type of it, like he's not like uh, that that douchebag Aaron Rodgers. Like he's not going to hold on to the ball. <laughs> no, Brady gets rid of the ball. That's a, what I'm take saying. A sack so his stats don't go down. Brady's going to throw that ball into the feet <laughs> yeah. of the goddamn lineman. Yeah. Brady's great at that. But Mahomes is going to hold on to the ball too long and think he can squirrel away. It's true. But then Quentin Barrett's going to fucking grab him and snap him in half and drag him down <laughs> in the. I, you're talking me. about him like he's Josh Allen. He may have one of those, but he's not going to give uh, you four or five. I have written down yeah, right here. Tackle now and then what? And and we got uh, we got the center out with uh, COVID. Yeah. Uh, no, he's play. fine. Mahomes yeah. loves to extend plays. That's what I wrote down, Sean. Yeah, so. he does. And he and he does. That's yeah. a great point. Put, he doesn't put take more money on the over two and a half sacks. The fact that you don't believe, <laughs> dude, this, that front I, fucking seven for Tampa Bay. Is very yeah. fucking good. I, I'm, I'm, I've been, I've been trying no, to explain could, to Sean. They can get the week. three sacks and not hit the over. The uh, the line play they can't get sacks and not hit the over. It's two no, and no, a half. the the over for the game at four and a half. Yeah, the 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 line play that we're seeing from this Tampa Bay team rivals only one team I can think of, <laughs> and that was the 2007 oh 2008 New York Football Giants, who steamrolled through us 18 and 0. New my next prop, Sean. I'm going to fall off the reservation here a little bit. Sure. Antonio Brown to have 50 yards and mm. the Bucks win. We just talked to TJ earlier about someone is going to pop their head up, right? The Chiefs are going to put some effort in taking away Evans probably. Probably Godwin too, honestly. Those guys you you, you got to take them out of the game. Who's going to who could potentially play? Now, Scotty Miller. Scott I, I you mean Scott Miller. Scott Please Miller. don't be disrespectful to his mother. Uh Antonio Brown, I don't know if he's going to play. I think he's going to play. He's going to play. The guy needs the money. If he wins the Super Bowl, he gets like three quarters of a million dollars. That is that is a dude who's definitely playing. And he might need the extra money because last month he was ordered to pay a hundred thousand dollars to the woman who accused him of rape and sexual assault. So they got him the money week 17 to get him over the catch prop. They've already gotten him over the 35% of snaps he needs to cash in on that Super Bowl yeah. winning bonus. 
So now they just have to win the game. Strangely, I like playing this prop because it's juiced up more than a catch prop, a three and a half catch prop, more than even just the receiving yards. So this is my mini DGENs only play. I'm going to say Antonio Brown goes over 50 and the Bucks win the game for plus 350. Yeah, and like because you he's, said he's only tr- a couple Ronald Jones props. <laughs> he's trying to get down a uh, first and last on a condo. He's he's he needs his money, man. <laughs> Giselle uh, is probably uh, how many conversations has it been like, uh, Tom? You know, <laughs> AB is great, Tom, he but needs to, he needs to leave. I like him very much, uh, but uh, I know you like him. He can't throw and catch the ball. <laughs> He's to uh, go. He's creepy. There's women outside uh, throwing Molotov cocktails at the house. And, and now Giselle's definitely seeing Antonio Brown's dick too. That's well, the problem. you know, I can see him. He seems like a guy who would accidentally uh, drop a towel while walking <laughs> through the hallway. Oh, sorry, sorry, Giselle. Uh, Scott Miller. Scott uh, Miller. I've been riding Scott. Now this is maybe I go yardage here, but I'm taking over one and a half catches. Brady finds a way to get his boy involved in the Super Bowl. You know he's had a lot of one catch games, but this is the Super Bowl special night for him and Scott. Special night. Over one and a half, and you're getting plus one forty. I, I think this guy, yeah, it's Scott Miller, man. You he's don't gonna, have to he's explain gonna, it. <laughs> he's gonna get some targets. You he's like to get some white looks. guys, bro? It's fine. We love it. It's, yeah, we, you got to support. Five foot nine, <laughs> faster than Tyreek. I mean, Hill. he said he was faster than Tyreek Hill. That is not a guy who's confident <laughs> and that he's going to have an impact on this game. I don't know. I you know I don't know who. Did he really him. say he was faster than Tyreek yes. Hill? Yeah. Tyreek Hill said he uh, maybe they should do something at <laughs> halftime. So that I would much rather watch uh, Scott Miller race Tyreek Hill than watch the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, are they fucking extending it this halftime too? It's, it's like oh, extra I'm long. Sure. It's like 29 fucking minutes or something no, like that. No, great. We, we don't have to talk about it. Capper, what's your next player prop? Uh, I guess uh, we talked about AB. So I'll go uh, AB first mm. TD Ooh. plus 1800. You want to get a guy like that involved in the game early, right? You want him, you don't want him dogging on routes. You don't want him doing yeah. shit like that. So you want to make sure that you get down to that red zone. He runs a nice little out route to the corner, right over the pylon. First yeah. touchdown. Well, I could see him on the little like uh, short pass underneath, kind of similar what they like a crossing route, similar to what they did in uh, Washington. I think he had first touchdown, so I could definitely see that. Definitely eighteen to one is pretty high. I like that price. I I just I keep coming back to he's gonna have an impact on this game in some way. Yeah, no, I I uh, as far as like dudes on uh, Tampa Bay were gonna pop, he's certainly up there. Kramer, what's your next one? All right, well. Let's head over to my my Ronald Jones prop because I, mm. all right so here obviously I don't I don't believe that it's going to be all Leonard Fournette. I <laughs> no, think both I think both Jones guys is the better running back. I I agree he's he he has the power. I think they're going to have an opportunity to push the Chiefs around a little bit if by just running it down their throat. And if they're able to do that, I do think it's Ronald Jones. Uh in 20 games this year 15 of them. As I said earlier, the bucks had 20 plus carries, which kind of surprising to me because we think about how they did in their last couple uh, in the 16 games, Ronald Jones played. He went over this number 13 times, 13 times. One of those was to the, the saints in that blowout. So that makes yeah. sense, including the playoff games, the last two weeks, which if I asked you right now, 
do you think Ronald Jones went over eight and a half <laughs> carries the last two weeks? You would have said no. No, but he, he went had 16 over. yards, so it didn't it didn't feel like. And he while had a- I think his his yardage prop is crazy low too, <laughs> at 37 and a half, you made me pick one, so I'm gonna take the carries eight and a half. I I think. You know, Brady with a long drawn out first quarter drive with a lot of carries to Ronald Jones feels like the way you start the game. I know TJ told us it's going to be Fournette. I just think why not use both those guys, get them on the field together, get Leonard Fournette uh, as a mismatch in the short passing game, which is the way you want to attack the Chiefs defense. So Ronald Jones over eight and a half carries is the play here. We're gonna go two hundred twenty thousand, Sean. Well, while we're Ooh. doing while we're doing Tampa Bay running backs, I'm going Leonard Fournette over twenty three and a half receiving yards. I'm putting seventy five k on it. I like that. We we just talked to TJ. He thinks he's gonna be involved in the passing game, and he really he really is. In the last three games, he's had fourteen catches for one hundred and three yards. They just seem to get him involved. Not, and why would you not do this against the Chiefs' defense? In addition, uh, BetQL. This is one of their four star player props. That they were uh, all over as well. I love the angle. I think he gets the targets. I think he gets the catches. He has like a high drop rate, but he's been he's been pretty efficient as far as catches, receptions last few games. And I like going twenty three and a half yards just in case he breaks one. Then you're not tied to the catches, which I think is possible with uh, Lenny Florence. Thir- you um, know, second to worst team in the league defending the running back in the passing game according to DVOA, giving up uh, almost fifty yards a game. So. There you go. Yeah, I was like, I only need uh, two forty-five from uh, the wide receivers. Then, <laughs> where are you well, going? Well, and no, and the other it, uh, also, it's twenty-three and a half. So I don't know what your math is, but um, well, no, no, he said fifty yards a game to the run. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, okay. I was, I was aiding your claim, and then Capper piled on to <laughs> came off the ropes and just caught you with an elbow. All right, where was I? Uh, yeah, you go, Capper. What's your next player prop? Uh, let's go with. I'm gonna stick with the sack route, man. I'm gonna go Barrett over a half a sack at plus one twenty. Mm. That dude is a fucking monster. Yeah, and he, he is gonna. He is. Gonna, I, I I like if I could do like uh, I'll figure out how to do a player. Pro. I want him for over one and a half sacks. Like player builder, whatever the fuck it's called, the prop builder with the players on the defense. Yeah, give me over one and a half. <laughs> this gonna be what is that? What is that gonna be? I would imagine if you if you can find Barrett to go over one and a half, it's gonna have to be like three fifty. Yeah. Um give me some oh three fifty. It better be higher than that. And a half a second plus one twenty. You think like so? That, yeah, you're saying worth the squeeze at that I point. Mean it, but I'll, that's I'll, I'll take the half a second plus one twenty. I'll give you four twenty. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, smoke about weed. I, I like the angle. No, Shaq Barrett's been dominant and yeah, I guess. As far as a, a guy who's going to get a sack, I wouldn't be surprised he's one and gets one early. He would be interesting one to play uh, for those first sack props mm, as well. Yeah, juice it up a bit. Kramer, what's your uh, what's your next one? All right, let's head over to the uh, the kicking. You know, as you know, K ball specialist, Jay Feely of the podcast. Uh, Ryan Ryan Suckup. As you know, Sean, I support most people named Ryan. Ryan yeah. Tannehill's in the doghouse right now. Didn't really perform, but Ryan Suckup. Not only has he been getting it done, you look at his last four 14, 13, 12, and seven. So he's gone over in three of the last four. The number is seven and a half points. I'm wagering a hundred and five thousand. It's a minus 105 bet. We're going to go over, and here's why. As you know, Tom Brady starts slow mm-hmm. in his nine Super Bowls, he's only scored three points total. 
That's crazy. That is a crazy total. So uh, I think I think, and, and we've seen the Chiefs, right? Comeback team, second half team. So I think there's going to be a couple field goals early in this game. I know you were talking about no risk and no biscuit earlier, Capper, but I think a couple field goals early makes it so we just need a couple touchdowns. What possibly could go wrong there? Over seven and a half is the play. Capper, uh, you're on the opposite side of suck up. What what's your angle? Capper, are you? Do you, do you hit mute, Capper, accidentally? <laughs> Cap, are you there? I think Capper's muted. Yeah, I was muted. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. So, what was the question? Uh, suck suck up. up. You're on the opposite side. You have under yeah. seven and a half. Yeah. Because it's no risk and no biscuit. And fucking, we're not gonna. You can't beat Kansas we, City by kicking. He just, we just caught him. I know. We. I'm telling you, this is the, the the craziest thing I've ever <laughs> seen. Listen, man, when my money is on somebody, it's we. Okay. Yeah, okay? We, the, we we has nothing to do with my team. If I'm betting the Chicago Bears, we should have fucking I, done something. Big number one Tampa Bay Bucks fan, Sean. Uh, fuck off. That's not how it works. How do you, the, um, listen, I can't where my money's at. That's it. Period. End of story. So other suck than, up I, we, though. Under seven and a half. What's your yeah. your angles? They're just going to be aggressive and not look to settle for field goals. Fuck. I hope not, dude. Because I, there's zero chance any of these other bets work if they do that. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, like, what are you going to no. do? Like, no, I, like, I hear it. Like, no, no fucking field goals ever. Like, unless you're fucking uh, like fourth and ten at the fucking thirty-five. I'm Fine. impressed that uh, Capper put a kicking prop out there. That's that's very mature. Of it's him. a bold play. No, I, used to, I used to bet over under punts like every fucking Thursday night game, <laughs> Sunday night game. Yeah. It's a fun. Yeah. It's a fun bet. Yes, it absolutely is. I love fucking over on the punts. That's actually one of my favorite bets ever. Um, but yeah, man, fuck suck up. Uh, like he, he's not going to do it. He, he, no, no, no way. And Arians is going to let it happen. And Brady, no, uh, Brady so, like Kostowski kicked that field goal only because he didn't believe in his fucking receivers to win that Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, Leonard Fournette having more receiving yards than Clyde Edwards-Helaire minus one hundred and fifty. I'm oh. throwing one hundred fifty thousand wow. dollars on this. They just really don't seem to money faith. They, it's it's one a bet on uh, Lenny, Lenny Fournette catching the ball out of the backfield, but more it's just I don't think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to get many receiving targets. Mm-hmm. I think Williams is going to get the majority of the receiving targets. I don't think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to be involved much in the passing wow. game. And he got uh, you know I kind of forgot about it, but he got he got shooken up pretty bad in that at the end of that Chiefs Bills game. I'm sure he's kind of you know I'm sure he's healthy, but uh, I, I still think. You know, getting jacked up on that one play that uh, Mahomes kind of threw him a medicine ball, as they say. I think that could rattle him, and I just don't see him involved in the passing game. So it's a bet on Lenny Fournette, but really a fade of Clyde Edwards-Helaire in the passing game. So I, I I'm big on that one. Kramer, uh, what's your next player prop? All right, let's head over to uh, no two point conversion, Sean. Mm. No, no point. Why would we? Why would we possibly do this diabolical thing? Well, it's priced. As if they looked at every single NFL game this year, which would tell you about 22% of the time, 25% of the time, a team makes a two point conversion in a game. Hmm. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs, they only tried three times. They made it three times out of 18 games. That's 16%. Yeah. The Bucks, they had three tries. They got it zero times. That's (laughs) 0.0%. Let me check your math on that one. So. You know, I think while uh, no risk and no biscuit, it's he showed this season really not risking much for the biscuit, just letting Tom sling it around. I, I think I, maybe there's not a scenario where we need a two point conversion here. 
so I'm I'm fading it. I think 11% of the time is is a is a deal at minus 230, Sean. Is it absolute steal? So we're laying is this my biggest bet? Confirmed. No. Hundred no. You're only putting on. Oh, I did have you're right. 115,000 no. on. You're small fries here. Oh, stop it. All right, my biggest bet of the uh of the player props. <laughs> now, double check uh you know, wherever you're betting these, if this was the best way math wise to bet this, but MVP to be a QB minus three Oh five. I'm throwing $305,000 on it. How does that kind not of hedging happen? My Mahomes with the Brady. Yeah. I mean, the more and more I'm racking my brain of like, if it's a offensive player on the chiefs, I feel like if it's Kelsey or Hill, those are the only other viable options. And I think they're going to take away from each other, leaving Mahomes as the guy. And then the same thing with Brady, like the storylines for these quarterbacks, there's two people, the media love as quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they're, they're going nuts that these two guys are in the super bowl, whichever one of them wins, that's who they're going to give the MVP to. It's going to take an insane thing to happen for that. Not. And I feel great at minus three Oh five worth looking into. I, I don't have the math in front of me, but it may be better off to just bet them individually. Uh, you know, Mahomes and Brady each. I don't know if that's better than minus three Oh five. It kind of depends on how your book does the pricing, but I'm loading up big on that at, at minus three Oh five, lock it up. So, so Sean, congratulations on your certificate of deposit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously though. <laughs> no, I'd like, I've looked back at the other games where you know, I, oh, I get, you don't like he, making money. He's, he's busting <laughs> my chops, but at at minus three hundred five, I'm not afraid to lay. No I, one should be afraid of minus three hundred five. What kind of pussy come, shit is that? Uh, minus three hundred five. You're you're coming on here telling people to lay minus three hundred five. Yes, for a short kidding? thing. You should punch yourself in the face. You know you want to. You should never tell somebody to lay minus three hundred five. Why? Come on. I have a hundred. Because it's minus three hundred five. I it's have a hundred and two DJ's only prop bet that's coming up, Capper. Capper, okay? you should really check out the Wall Street Bets subreddit. Exactly. It's a great, great investment. A great return on your investment. What's your next player prop, Capper? Yeah. All right. So I told. I didn't know which way to go with this one. I really wanted to go under, and I just want. Brady to win, so I went Mike Evans over four and a half receptions. <laughs> but this fucking scumbag can't fucking find a ball in the air. Balls hit him in the hands. Yeah. I see this guy quit on so many fucking routes. <laughs> and like there is no fucking way Brady trusts this guy. But I also feel like there's almost no way that they win without Evans actually yeah. showing the fuck up to a game. So over four and a half. I'm only putting fifty. Uh, he, on he's it. kind of all over the place, you know. He oh, had, he's the fucking dude, Christ. He is like, I, listen, uh, and I'm not here. Like, I just I get mad for Brady. Like, I'm like, <laughs> if this guy didn't come back to the ball. He hit fucking he, the ball hit him in two hands. At least knock it down. Like, you you can't do a tip drill, bro. You can't do tip drill. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just, he definitely helped on that one interception. Uh, so I could see Brady being a little uh, gun shy. I mean, if this is a shootout, every single one of the props for the Tampa Bay receivers is it's low. All, is low. Yeah. Everything's low. It's just they, they like they're unsure of where to throw things. So it's the fact that I, like even Godwin, uh, Godwin's the ceiling at five and a half. Yeah. Uh, so God, dude, Jesus Christ, what happened to his fucking hands? By the way, yeah, last well, two games, last two games, he gets out of catch. Like get some Jerry Weiss, or Jerry Rice gloves with some stick. He was he he's was talking to Edelman. Weird, I think he's dealing with some yep. weird sort of uh, like he had a handbrake going. I don't know exactly what happened. Kramer, what is your uh, what's your next player prop? Uh, all right, second half will have more points in the first half. Hundred ten thousand to win a hundred thousand minus one ten. 
again, same thing I said earlier. I think, you know, we've seen this in Brady and uh, granted on the Patriots. Uh, I think we've also seen this with Kansas City at times. Oh, I mean, look at their look at their starts last playoff. So uh, will will there be more? Po- I, I kind of almost made this. Will, will the third quarter have the most points? Mm. Just coming out of halftime, but I went with just purely second half will have more points. So like fingers crossed, we don't have some sort of crazy shootout in the first half. This this is the worst bet to have in your pocket when <laughs> when there's like a thirty four point first half. And yeah, it's like fuck. Or, well, then or not, one team's up big. Then you're not completely dead though. At least you have the well, as opposed to betting the first half under. Under. Exactly. Where if that doesn't hit, you're completely done. At That's least true. At least you have the. It's uh, true. Uh, you know. And a, you a can hedge at halftime. You can see whatever the fuck, well, whatever. I, I'm just remembering line they hang at halftime for the over under. It's and, true. And shout out to shout out to a friend of the program, Scott Bowser. But on that Patriots Rams Super Bowl. Where he kept going, like they're gonna start scoring. I'm gonna keep taking this over, and then it just they it never just never kind of came. It that was a that was a brutal Super Bowl to watch. I threw out a, and we saw these first interception props. I did a little thinking. I just love the way this guy's <laughs> flying around the ball. Give me Devin White. Oh, that's fun. first interception. Just because I like the way the guy plays. He I think he only has one or two recep- interceptions this year, but he had that one. In the uh, in the New Orleans game, undercutting Kelsey or something. Yeah, and I could see like a you know maybe um, forty to one, maybe That's a little screen pass goes wrong, tip ball. I'm throwing twenty five k on it. That if that hits, that's a cool million in my pocket. Get mom of the ball. I'm, I'm gonna tell. I think I'm gonna tell you on that one. Yeah, you should. I mean, forty to one. Devin White's yeah, a fun like dude that. to root for. First interception prop is something I, I don't know if I've ever dabbled <laughs> in the first interception and, and first sack props, but I, I, I'm definitely going to be holding for this Super Bowl. Oh yeah, Bowl. Oh. oh, I'm definitely going to be holding. Uh, it's not for me, Matt. It's, it's my cousins. It's my friends. Capper, what's your next uh, player prop? All right, what do we got left? Uh, so I guess uh, for a player prop, we'll go Brady uh, plus two ten MVP. Uh, whatever you guys have already talked about, it's going to be a QB. Uh, so instead of fucking MVP to be QB minus three oh five, <laughs> you could just go ahead and lay it as Brady at plus two ten well, and wherever the fuck it, Holmes it, is at, and uh, still be better than uh, laying down a three to one favorite for a prop bet. Sean doesn't have to w- worry about his 33% return while he's sitting on his yacht. <laughs> exactly. My Dogecoin yacht. <laughs> Dogecoin. What the fuck? Listen. Yeah, we got to How are you not involved? Hold you're on. In, I got to You're involved in all these uh financial wheelings and dealings, Capper. You got to get into crypto. I hope Capper doesn't get upset with me for sh- sharing this, but yes, please uh, do. Please I get go. I get the uh, I get the text. <laughs> I get the text in the morning and it's basically like uh, <laughs> The the morning of when everything's going down with with the uh, the movement as we'll call it, who do you use to buy and hold uh, but to buy hold and sell Doge? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, this is sweet. This is totally a movement. Capper wants in on it. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's still it's still at three cents. Perfect time to uh, buy low. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out, dude. I tried to get into fucking cracking. Their fucking site kept crashing. I was like, listen. Fucking nightmare. It's an exclusive club. Oh, yeah, old, old P. It's tough for us old people. Are you uh, up, Sean, or am I? Uh, you can go. I'm What's up, your next player? I'm, well, I'm also on Brady MVP. Uh, look, the angle is simply if you if you like the Bucks to win, why not juice up the the money line a little bit? Hard to see a narrative like at least you can kind of talk yourself into a narrative like Kelsey or Hill has completely goes off. Yeah, has like some you know crazy Super Bowl record, especially if it's Kelsey after the season he had. On the Bucks, who is it? 
No, and I and I think not that you really need to hedge, but uh, you could just also play this. And I also like you know defensive special team touchdown. So if you're going to load up on on QB MVP and then even play like a defensive special teams touchdown at at uh, you know probably fifteen twenty to one, you're kind of covered. If like a defensive player somehow goes off and has a the, huge game, the other angle here is, and I went really deep here to see like what what was you know because people are talking about the Bucks choosing to wear white and how white has been on a dominant thirteen and three stretch over the last sixteen Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, no, here here we go. White well, highly I'm problem. Not, I'm just I'm just, but this is where it gets even more interesting. If you look at only look at the Super Bowls after Tom Brady was taught by Eli Manning that white is the winning color. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Tom Brady in 2014-15 season. It's a baby season, fucking wheel, man. What did he wear? White. Won the MVP. 2017-18 season when they played the Philadelphia Eagles and he was robbed of the MVP. What was he wearing? White. He in, wasn't robbed, Ryan. In 2016, time for white to move over. <laughs> when he won the MVP, what was he wearing? White. Mm. He's wearing white. If this is this is a, a certainty, a mortal lock. See, that's why I, I took MVP to be a QB because I didn't want to have to hype up Tom Brady and say Tom Brady MVP. In the uh, listen, same plus two ten uh, for Tom Brady to win the MVP. We will look back on this, and outside of the price of Dogecoin, we will think this is one of the most ridiculously priced things in twenty twenty one. Well, assuming they to win. the moon, which to which moon, uh, baby, to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a nice one. I got 11 to one plus 1100 over two and a half players to throw a TD pass. And uh, I could see a mega parlay hitting for me when Jason Kelsey, Travis hits, Kelsey, or sorry, Travis Kelsey hits Mike Remmers in the end zone for a touchdown pass. I think, I think Arians and Andy Reed are going to, uh, Kind of outduel each other with a little cuteness here oh, on some of these well, plays, and of course, Sean, you're referring to your twenty to one fat guy will fat score, guy will a, touchdown. score a touchdown, and I'm yeah. not talking about Anthony Sherman. It has to be offensive <laughs> lineman, but uh, over two and a half players to throw a TD pass. It's kind of you know taking the over two and a half players to throw a pass, putting it on steroids. Yeah. Hashtag Dejans only. Of course, I have putting the other 20, side. 20 grand on that. <laughs> that feels pretty pretty good. Capper, uh, two more player props left. What do you got? Oh, I got two more. All right, so fuck it. We'll just go with a uh, box money line at plus one forty-eight. <laughs> All right, so if you're gonna make fun of me for laying minus three hundred five, yeah. I have to make fun of you for betting Bucks money line, which is clearly not a player well, prop. Let me help. Let me help Capper here because I'll pile on. I I I like the Bucks money line as well, and I wanted to make sure that was clear when we came out of this episode. So I found a way to play. Mm. An alternate spread. In my eyes, if Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl, to- Tommy don't win by less than three. This, uh, yeah. this is yeah, a field goal that. game. So let's move it over to Bucks minus two and a half. Yeah. Completely fine moving that extra two and a half points. Oh, yeah, Plus one eighty. Let's put a hundred grand on it. You can thank me later. Tell your grandmother if she's <laughs> uncomfortable with Dogecoin. Tell her all about Bucks minus two and a half. <laughs> let's go. I like the alternative line though. I really do. And I it, it, Kramer, were you able to give me the fucking odds on that fucking player prop that my retired ass couldn't build? Oh, Brady. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Kramer, try and try and calculate a number there for Capper, even though that's not going to happen. Uh, it's absolutely fucking happening. That's why I bet I'm working on it. N- now we'll go to my player prop. That's not going to happen, but fun to talk about Cameron Brait 
120 receiving yards and a touchdown and the Bucks win plus 10,200. Let's and go I, fire the cannons, baby. Fire, yeah, the- <laughs> fire the cannons. You're so gross. Uh, I'm putting 15,000 on it, which is going to turn into like 1.6 million. Cameron Braid has, has gotten close to this uh, once he had 80 receiving yards against Washington in the playoffs. All he needed was a touchdown in those 20 yards. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be, you know, Kansas city. I think they're going to have their hands full with the receivers. So I wouldn't be surprised if Cameron Braid has a big game. I know on the DFS podcast, I was kind of leaning Gronk as like a zag, but I still think Cameron Braid's going to have a decent game and they seem really committed to him being involved in the passing game. So I, I 120 receiving yards and maybe Antonio Brown's a little banged up. He doesn't trust Evans Brait, He seems to have a good connection with, especially these last like five to six games. The more I've been breaking down this game, the more I'm liking some Cameron Brait. And as far as the DJ and only prop bet, I love it at a uh, 102 to one. Let's I fucking like go, baby. I like, I like it. And you love, you guys love these DJ and prop bets where you build your own shit. Yes. You know, these are just like normal bets on golf, right? <laughs> yeah. It's They're true. just normal bets. Like fucking first round leaders, like fucking 1500 to one. You hit it and you're like, ah, golden. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's over. I, I have guys who start on golf and they come back. I, I get them to stop betting football. And I'm like, well, these odds are terrible. I'm like, no, bro, these are normal odds. Like you, you like the, the shit that happens in the golf thing is just its own weird little animal. Perfect uh, plug for the golf gambling podcast. Thank Subscribe. You. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever great podcasts are sold. Capper, what do you got here for your final player prop? I have a price, Capper. You can read it. You out. got a price? Yeah. Right. Brady at least 351, <laughs> four touchdowns, and Tampa Bay win. Oh man. All right. So we're you gonna price be. that at <laughs> plus forty two hundred. Oh man. That's it? Plus forty two hundred. Oh, I'm sorry, the calculator oh. it got all halfway there, and I just f- figured it's it's a beautiful forty two to one. Ah, you it? know. Well, I, I'm here's what I'm basing it on. When I see some of these yardage props, it looks like you know, him the the yardage with with two touchdowns would probably be about 26 to 1. Yeah, cuz I I I moved him up to like 381 to 1. It moved just a little bit and I was like, "Well, fuck, I don't give a shit about the 30 yards. It doesn't make that much of a difference." But, fuck, 351 4 TDs and and and, and a Tampa win is only 42 to all 1. All right, let's 69 to 1. How about 69 that? 69 to 1. To one. There oh, we go. That's the right number. All right, Capper. Before we let you go, let's get a final score. What are you? A bucks? Uh, a million? Chief zero? What? Give us your final uh, prediction. So I'm not Ditka. Uh, let's go. Um, but mini Ditkas. <laughs> yeah, mini Brady's now. That's, that's, we're gonna be a bad Saturday Night Live skit for a fucking long time, apparently. Uh, let's go. I'll go Bucks. Thirty-eight. Chiefs. Thirty-one. I like that. Ooh. He actively oh. tried to make it a little weird while also, making it normal. Also, hit the total <laughs> of sixty-nine. Make sure you <laughs> give him a follow on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper and subscribe to the Golf Gambling Podcast. Capper, let it ride, man. Thanks for calling in. Cheers. All right, boys. Have fun this weekend. Oh yeah, so much content. Super Bowl week. We're hitting it hard, but got to make room. For some college basketball before we get to some college basketball picks with the Danta base. Gotta give a shout out to Better Than Vegas. That's right, it's like YouTube, but for stuff you really care about, aka sports gambling. All the SGPN crew giving out picks all week leading up to the big game, talking Super Bowl, Super Bowl props. 
And again, so many, so much to bet on the Super Bowl. You want to hear all the picks? You got to go to Better Than Vegas. Subscribe to our page so you never miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/BTV. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/BTV picks analysis. They got it all. Contests where you can win cold hard cash. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/BTV. Joining us on the line, host of the College Experience, Colby Dant, aka the Dantabase. What's happening, Colby? What's up, guys? You know, not in studio, but I'm. I'm. I'm yes, I'm not e- in studio, and uh, unfortunately, you are not calling in using the uh, locker room. I, a list? <laughs> I think Blake Bortles is better than Dak Prescott. <laughs> why, why? Why are we not doing the locker room thing then? Come on now. They, yeah, they we really missed it. an opportunity. Our bad, but we will be uh, doing some locker room live calls on the uh, Super Bowl pregame show. So, Colby, maybe you can call in and give us some lead pipe locks, uh, <laughs> counting it oh, down I, to I, kickoff. You know, this was just going to be a Super Bowl week, but uh, you know, got to talk a little college Sean basketball. Said, a little college God hoops. damn it, we got to find a way to talk college basketball. Well, we got to stay sharp because long February leading into. March madness right around the corner. I don't mind. I don't mind deploying my strategy to attempt to beat Colby again with a single play well, for and, all the coins. And, and I've been watching, you know, more and more college basketball, at least earlier and earlier. Usually I kind of hop in a little bit later, but uh, it's been a lot of good college basketball. Colby, let's crack things open with your six pack. First game, Alabama, Wednesday night. Against LSU, laying a big number, eight and a half. Alabama, though, they've been looking good so far this season. What are you doing here? I'm look. I I made the mistake of taking LSU the first time, um, and I'm gonna double down on this because <laughs> uh, Alabama. Look, here's my logic here. If LSU can just fix a little bit of their defensive woes, they kind of are similar teams. I mean, uh, they both play at an extremely fast tempo. Uh, LSU has got a couple real studs in Cameron Thomas and uh, Trendon Watford and Javante Smart, even Darius Days as well. They just need to they just need to try. I mean, did I don't know if you guys caught that Texas Tech LSU game Saturday, but LSU should have won that game. They this team finds ways to lose. Yeah, but that was a crazy ending. They'll lose this game, I think, but I, I think they cover that number. Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they won. I think Bama's been 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 on fire with the exception of that Oklahoma game. And uh, they're they're due for a little comeback to earth, so it wouldn't shock me if LSU won outright. But give me give me the points and the Tigers. The number's too big, right? I mean, yeah, it's a rivalry game. LSU. I mean, I think I think there's certain things again, uh, certain elements of this game uh, that LSU should be able to to hammer the glass a little bit on the off- offensive side. I just I like I like them to cover the spread, Sean. They shoot the free throw well. That always matters coming down the stretch in these kinds of games. Eight and a half, like Colby said, they lose this by like four or five. Uh, I'm going against you guys. I like Alabama. I mean, Alabama's been really good this season. Now maybe this is a a, a revenge game for LSU because Alabama beat them by 30 points in Louisiana last time they played. However, I, I think the fact that Alabama lost to Oklahoma in Oklahoma. This is, you know, for a good team like Alabama, you know, near what top 10 right now, this is a perfect bounce back situation. You lose to a good team on the road by Mm. five points. Now you come home Mm. against an sec rival. This is a get up game for Alabama. I think they win and they cover. I like Alabama minus eight and a half feels pretty good. Actually, Virginia tech, Ryan, your Hokies head to Pittsburgh, four o'clock West coast tip. 
Vatek laying two and a half in Pittsburgh. Road favorite. No, no. For ACC basketball. How, how when, dare when you? was the last time Vatek, well, maybe against Pittsburgh, but Virginia Tech, road favorite. How far have they come, Kramer? Oh, it's, it's 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 what when you get the right coach. It's all about the right coach. Unlike Are Justin, you riding with the Hokies. Here? What do you mean? Am I riding with the Hokies? <laughs> of course, I'm riding with the Hokies. I told you earlier in the season after they defeated Villanova, 81-73 in overtime. What did he say? We're supposed to win games mm. like this. We're Virginia Tech. This is where he wants to be, Mike Young. That's what I'm talking about. And this team. Uh, that don't underestimate. You could say letdown spot coming off a big win against their rival yep. UVA, but don't underestimate the confidence that this team is going to be playing with. And that defense, like Colby's about to tell you, is real. I, no reason why they can't get it done here. Colby, you taking the uh, road chalk here with the Hokies? Are you going with the uh, Pittsburgh at home? I, I'm going to go with the Hokies here, but yes. I will say, I mean, Pitt is one of these teams. That uh, I feel like there's probably five teams in the country that I have zero pulse on, and <laughs> and, and Pitt is one of those. Pitt's teams. really all over the place. I mean, they open the season lose to a St. Francis team that's awful. I mean, l- they lose by 26 to Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, uh, Notre they, Dame's they, not that good. Yeah, and, and it's like this is a fringe. Like the, uh, before last week, they had them in the NCAA tournament, but then they lost to UNC bad at home, and then at home by 26 to a bad Notre Dame team. I don't know who this team is. I know that Justin Champagne is one of the best players in the ACC, but and I know Pitt can rebound really well. But this offense sputters at times. Uh, pin, uh, Virginia Tech's defense, like like uh, real money Kramer over there saying, is really elite. And I just trust the coaching here. Jeff Capel, no disrespect to Jeff Capel, but at the same time, I I, I think you know he he's gotten a couple jobs after that Coach K assistant coach thing, which is I mean. <laughs> What are you really accomplishing there? You know, like you're just sitting there on the sideline, go team. You know, like uh, I, so. I, I just think uh, uh, Young's just a, a better coach. I think the team's just to get just plays like a unit that is a, uh, and I think an ACC title, regular season title, is in sight. So uh, I think the Hokies get wow. it done. With- yeah, I, I don't like taking uh, Virginia Tech as a road favorite after a big win, but. You can't take this Pittsburgh team. I mean, again, they're not they, going to be able to score. They got destroyed by Notre Dame, who's not good. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll struggle to, like you said. I mean, Virginia Tech's defense is really good. They're playing really strong. I, I'm scared that everyone's going to be on Virginia Tech here. Like, how can you pick Pittsburgh the, the right now? The disappointment comes later for me. Not not against Pittsburgh. Yeah, so I'll I'll take a Vatek lane two and a half. Although. Quick sidebar. I think my my favorite thing right now in the college basketball season has been Coach K press conferences. It's just been it's just been awesome. What he he called <laughs> it was like a couple of weeks ago. He's berating a student reporter, and then uh, you know the other night it was about how his team is just soft and they're not playing, they're not listening. Man. Him losing his mind uh, on this season has just been been great. Maybe it's time well, to go, Coach. The the best thing about the past two years, I know we didn't get a March Madness last year, but Roy Williams was similar in <laughs> yeah. the way that he was he was just assaulting his team verbally, <laughs> just saying like, "Hey, you know, this is the worst, the softest bunch of guys," and and 
Look, I I know if you're not a Duke or UNC fan, I think I think everyone relishes in it. So it, it's it is fantastic, and I can't wait to see more of it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know like, it's great for basketball <laughs> to have the Duke in North Carolina. No, it's not. We it, don't. We it's don't like need. We pa- can take a It's year like off. the Patriots this year. It's just it's just refreshing. Take a year off. Nice change of pace. Although Colby's Patriots to win the division bet that didn't come through. No, it didn't. Well, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that the whole team was going <laughs> to opt out. Would they have ten <laughs> opt outs? I mean, they did have a lot of opt outs and Cam Newton opted out on being quarterback. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> Cam Newton opted out on being good uh, years ago, <laughs> Louisville. This should be a great game. Louisville laying one and a half in Syracuse, ACC basketball, Colby. Are you going to take uh, Louisville road chalk here up in Syracuse? Or are you going to take orange men as the home dogs? Uh, I'm gonna ride the orange. I, I look Louisville has been a strange team to me all year. And uh, I understand. Yeah. Carlick Jones is, is been the, their guy, but this defense for Syracuse has been pretty darn good. I, f- I mean, it's been, a, I understand a couple games they, they've laid an egg, but for the most part, they're overachieving to me. So, so I think Syracuse gets it done at home that Illinois transfer. They got, has been a stud. So uh, give me the cues to get it done in a big game. Cause I mean, Louisville's in right now. Syracuse isn't. So I think the desperation angle uh, is a smart one to play here. To give me the orange to get it done. You Kramer? said Louisville's favorite. Yeah, wrong road team. Favorite. Wrong team favorite, Sean. This is a Q should be a short favorite here, right? Yeah, and and I mean they've had their issues so far this season, but they've they've been especially good at home. I mean they beat they beat Virginia Tech uh, by eighteen. Uh, they beat Miami, Georgetown. You know some of these teams. Uh, they destroyed uh, Buffalo. Had a nice win against Buffalo. Northwestern, like they're. <laughs> They're nine and one in their last ten at home. Like, yeah, well, this this team has their issues, but they're still very. We're, we're good seeing at home. that with certain teams, right? Like, yeah. they're just they're they're taking care of business at home. Yeah, they are, and very well coached Kinda, as always. I, I'm gonna. Uh, this is this feels a lot like when I slammed that live under when we were doing the live stream UNLV Nevada, and uh, you know I went back f- finished watching the game. What it cleared it by a half a point, Sean crushing <laughs> that it. That was nice. We, I, those live unders. Got it. We had to sweat those out, and uh, but you know what we didn't have to sweat? Rocking chair win for the Wolfpack at minus oh. two. And so what I'm, what I said all that to say I'm going to have to get down on this uh, on this, this situation with juicy. Syracuse. Seton Hall is a one point favorite in Providence, Rhode Island, Big East basketball. Colby, what are you doing here? Seton Hall, Lane one on the road. This is going to be a great game because I mean, once again, we bring up the angle of uh, uh, of the tournament bids here. The and both these teams as as much on the outside of the bubble as possible. So this is a, this is just I mean, Providence had that huge win for us a week ago. Then on yeah. Saturday, David Duke misses a free throw or I think two free throws <laughs> to beat Georgetown, and uh, and that was a bad loss. So now now I'm I, I'm going to stick with my you know I'm an Ed Cooley guy at heart. So uh, uh, give me Providence and David Duke to respond after the, I know both these teams coming off a loss. This is going to be a wild game. Like this is one that screams like double overtime to me, but give me, give me Providence to get it done. See, I want to take Seton hole here, but I'm so pissed that they blew that ga- uh, game against uh, Crichton where they were up huge and then ended up losing outright. No, this isn't the time. Yeah, you don't take a team who's dropped three in a row heading on the road. No, see, just, they just figure out ways to lose. I can't back them right now, even though I kind of liked what I was seeing out of that team. But that one, when they blew that Crichton game, I, I'm just off them. So they, I'm going Providence uh, plus hey, one hey, at home. Hey, Kramer. 
Hey Kramer, we, he, we got a Michael Crichton reference. Yeah, well, Crichton really, really Crichton. performed. Crichton really uh, showed up against Seton Hall the other night. That Lost World is a hell of a read. Let me tell you, right? You know, Jurassic Park. The book was better than the movie. Show. No way. There were not actual dinosaurs in the book. Just dumb words. <laughs> Ryan, so you're also in yeah. Providence. Yeah, Seton Hall's in the doghouse. They really are. Definitely not bad. Still, still love Jersey, but I mean, look, look. First off, I, I, the book might be better because I'm one of these guys with Jeff Goldblum's confused in every role he's ever been in. <laughs> it bothers me, so I think I'd rather read the book. Maybe an audio book, though. We could do audio book. Meeting you in the middle. Uh, Newman wasn't in the book either. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, dinosaurs. He didn't say that, but he should have. <laughs> Oklahoma State laying five in Fort Worth, Texas, as they square off against TCU. Colby, who do you like here? Uh, TCU. That's a. It's kind of a decent sized number. They're on the opposite of a heater. I I learned something this weekend where I I thought Oklahoma State because they had basically uh, waved the the thing saying hey we'll take the sanctions uh, but because of COVID I'm I, I understand here that the ruling is not going to come down. I I highly doubt it before before the March Madness. So Oklahoma State. Ooh. Might have life in this NCAA tournament here, and uh, with Cade Cunningham, who might be, you know, is one of the five best players in college basketball. Uh, all of a sudden, the Cowboys, you know, they could really be doing something this year. So give me, give me the Cowboys to get it done. I, I don't trust TCU and Jamie Dixon teams always have a hard time scoring. OK State's got just a, a guard friendly uh, team that can really light it up. So give me the Cowboys to get it done. Lay the points. Yeah, I think honestly, like. You look at Jamie Dixon's one of those coaches, a little bit like Steve Alford, br- bringing it back to our live stream. Just guys who look like you want to punch them in the face, <laughs> and you know they're they're obviously not in good form, losing five straight. So yeah, give me five points. Is maybe a little stiff, but I like the angle that Colby just gave us, which is maybe there's hope. And so let's go lay lay the points. Uh, am I chalky again, Sean? Yeah, you are. Uh, uh, not that chalky. I don't know. I mean, God. I don't have a strong take on this game. I'm going to go against the grain. I just feel like you need to balance it out with another home dog. Jamie I don't Dixon, have, a, I don't have a better reason than that. TCU they're five and one straight up in their last six games when playing at home against Oklahoma state. Let's go baby horn frogs. I, I just need to balance a card with a little home dog there. Uh, I'll take TCU plus five final game of the six pack. And that's, that's all we're getting to. We've been kill- we we've been drowning in. Uh, if you're still listening, drowning in props. Yeah, you're used to a college experience <laughs> style episodes as we're nearing probably two hours. It's it's a, it's a mega episode. Kentucky, Missouri. <laughs> is this is this correct that it's taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada? That can't be correct. Oh, uh, my my apologies. <laughs> Columbia, Missouri. Columbia. My, my, uh, oh, I assumed it was the, wrong. The COVID's better in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Missouri laying four and a half at home. Colby, what are you doing here? Kentucky been pretty disappointing so far. And this is an uh, Kentucky money line play all day. I feel like they've been playing mm. better uh, the the past week. I feel like this team's getting to, now. They they did have a a COVID issue apparently. Here, this is I want to I want your guys take on this. They had a COVID issue on Saturday, so they couldn't play Texas, but yet they're playing this game, which makes me think they pulled a classic college football move here Mm. and said, Hey, this game against Texas is only going to give us a loss. So let's cancel the game. And then we'll try to bang out the rest of the season, but it's one less loss and it's irrelevant to the sec. uh, You know, it's irrelevant because it's an out of conference game. 
So I, I, I think that might call Boulder Dash on, uh, on on the Wildcats here. But I mean, give give me uh, give me the Wildcats to get it done though, because I do think they're playing a lot better basketball right well, now. Well, we are at the point in the season where like the people who are like, you know, there's still time. There, there's still wins out there. There's still time. Now, it, now it's like back against the wall, right? Yeah. Now, now they gotta they gotta just they Missouri's say, good at NC. home though. I, I'm going Missouri uh, seven to one straight up in their last eight and. Yeah, Kentucky's been playing better, but they're still not covering spreads. One and four against the spread in their last five. And I don't like back in, you know, just spiritually as a gut handicapper, I'm not going to take a team that's dodging opponents left and right. If you're if you're scared to play, you're scared to cover. Give I'll, me uh, Missouri laying four and a half. Yeah, I'll say this, right? This is this is one of those scenarios where if Kentucky can get a little hot and control the glass, like that, that's how you get it done. But Boy, I mean, with the ex- the difference in experience alone, like Missouri is Missouri is a team that they're gonna like they're tested. Like this is a this is a team that that they're gonna be able to take care of business against the young kids in Kentucky. And I told you earlier this year, this team fucking sucks. We're just gonna bet against them. <laughs> it's just that simple. Missouri minus four and a half for Kramer. All right, rapid fire lock and dog. Colby, what is your lock from this six pack? I mean, I'm staying right there. Uh, money line play, or no? I'm sorry. I guess that's my dog. That's my dog. So let, let me lock dog, up. Yeah. Let me lock up. Uh, so, so my dog is the Wildcats of Kentucky. Uh, my my lock. Then I will take. Uh, give me. I'm gonna take LSU getting eight and a half. Oh, okay. Locking that up. Kramer. All right. Let's see how lock, strong my dog. powers are. Virginia Tech. Lock it up. <laughs> In Pittsburgh, I, this this team. I mean, I'm telling you, they're going to be riding high, confidence through the roof. My dog Syracuse. I'm really jumping out on a limb. They should not be the dog in this game. They. I'm guessing by the time we tip, this will be the favorite. Yeah, for my dog, I I also really like Syracuse. That's why I'm going to make him my lock. Give me Syracuse plus one and a half for my dog. Again, it's the. I'm not going to take TCU money line. Uh, Give me Providence money line one point. A tradition like none other is Sean picking Syracuse <laughs> a little too far in the NCAA. Tournament. I love betting on Syracuse <laughs> in the tournament. Love that program. Do good work up there. Make sure you subscribe to the College Experience. Follow Colby Dan on Twitter at the Colby D. Follow us on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Make sure you get those uh, Super Bowl squares in slash squares and uh, tune in. Sunday yeah. for a Super Bowl pregame show. We're doing Let It Ride early at uh, two o'clock West Coast, leading it to the Super Bowl pregame show, kicking off at two thirty Pacific. Four. This is locker room, right? Yes. Oh, great! Because I, I, I'm calling in, and great Mahomes with the lisp is going to sound great. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. You're going to want to tune in to hear Colby give out his picks. Some first uh, sack talk <laughs> with Sack Barrett. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> not gonna want to miss that. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. We've already given out over nine million dollars in props. What possibly more could we do, Sean Kramer? Let it ride.